back to the trade this is gina beck this is drew williams thank you for listening liking commenting and subscribing we appreciate y'all especially the reviews on apple Podcasts. it really means a lot yeah and like always thank you again for the continued support the continued engagement and the hashtag banana cats how are you drew doing all right g how are you i'm doing well doing well excited to get into this podcast is a very interesting one and it's it's one that we've been following for some time yeah yeah, for a few years now since uh, one of our favorite guests came on. I'm going to read an article. This is, bear with us, it's a little bit long, but it's a pretty deep situation. And I kind of wanted to talk to G about some of the details because I didn't know about some of these details up until I read this article. So this came out March 4th from the Miami Herald. During a morning shift in December 2019, a squad of FBI agents arrived at the Hialeah Police Department with an arrest warrant and hauled away Officer Jesus Menacal Jr. in handcuffs on federal charges of using his badge to pressure several young women into having sex with him while on duty. Menacal, known for his swaggering style on the force, kept a low profile for two years as he faced the grim prospect of going to prison for life if convicted of the main felony charge at a civil rights sexual assault trial set for this month. Now under a plea deal reached with Miami federal prosecutors, Minical could serve up to three years in prison. Prosecutors would not discuss the deal, but sources said it was struck because the risk of proving a criminal case built on victims, including a few former sex workers that defense attorneys might discredit on the witness stand. During a Friday afternoon hearing before U.S. District Judge Kathleen Williams, the fired officer pleaded guilty to three misdemeanor charges accusing him of depriving three of his victims of their constitutional rights when he forced them to touch his penis, perform oral sex, or have intercourse. The three incidents were part of a series of complaints dating back to 2014 and 2015 that included alleged oral sex involving a 14-year-old girl. Minical's plea agreement, signed by him, his defense attorneys and prosecutors, was reviewed and accepted by Judge Williams, who set his sentencing for May 12th. At the end of the plea hearing, Minical's defense attorney alerted the judge that he had been targeted on the internet with threats because of the nature of his crime. They asked Williams to seal Minical's statement filed with the plea agreement. She refused, but asked the FBI to look into the threats, including an Instagram photo of a gun pointed at Minical's head. Minical, 34, whose family members attended the hearing, admitted to his crimes while being questioned by the judge, but said nothing else. His defense attorney, Jude Facidamo and Mickey Ratson, said after his guilty plea that he, quote, wanted to put this behind him and move on with his life. One of Minical's victims who showed up for court said she wanted to witness his admission of guilt. Quote, I wanted to see it for myself, she told the Miami Herald. As part of his plea agreement, Minical agreed to surrender his police license and not reapply for any law enforcement position. Still, with a misdemeanor conviction, he can possess a, f- a weapon and resume work in a firearms training school that is owned by his father. His father, Jesus Minical Sr., is the former police chief of Sweetwater. In addition, under federal civil rights statute, 
in his case, Minical is not required to register as a, you know, weirdo with the state of Florida. As part of the plea deal with the U.S. Attorney's Office, the first felony charge in Minical's indictment is going to be dropped. Though he acknowledged the victim's allegations in a statement filed in court, the charge alleged that in June 2015, he stopped a 17-year-old girl, took her to Hialeah Police Station, and forced her to undress in a cameraless room while pressuring her to have sex. The original charge including an accusation of kidnapping that carries a life, lifetime prison charge. The three misdemeanor counts to which Minical has agreed to plead guilty to don't include any of the references to that aggravated factor or threatening to use his police-issued weapon, which carries up to 10 years of imprisonment. So, as misdemeanors, the counts come with far less punishment under federal law, up to one year each. Although a prosecuting team led by uh, Assistant U.S. Attorney Edward Stam did not indicate why they offered Minical the plea, the plea deal, several sources say that there was concern that his victims would not hold up under cross-examination by defense attorneys who planned to question them about their past, including prostitution in some instances. Minical's arrest came one month after the Miami Herald reported that his, his alleged misconduct first revealed to Halea police in 2015 when four women and girls told investigators that the sergeant had assaulted them. The youngest victim was just 14 when she said Minical forced her to perform oral sex after threatening her with jail time if she did not comply. The oldest victim, in her 20s, fell out of a moving car and died just months after being questioned by authorities. As a result, of the complaints, an internal affairs probe and a state attorney's investigation, Hylia Police Chief Sergio Valenquez temporarily suspended Minical with pay, but the chief did not fire Minical until the FBI arrested the 13-year police veteran in December 2019, more than four years after the victims initially lodged their complaints. Minical kept his gun and badge for mo most of this time, even receiving a raise. Valenquez said repeatedly that he could not discipline Minical because of the department's policies, although policing experts and former chiefs from the South Florida departments told the Miami Herald that wasn't true. The office of Miami-Dade State Attorney Catherine Fernandez-Rundle declined to charge Minical with sexual battery and false imprisonment in 2016, saying the victims would be make unreliable witnesses in court. Some of the victims were victims of human trafficking. The investigation was then picked up by the FBI public corruption agents and federal prosecutors who dug deeper into Minical's alleged misconduct on duty. I know this is long. Hang on. It's almost, almost to the end. In the plea agreement and the factual statement filed on Friday, Minical admitted to using his authority as a police officer to deprive three female victims of unreasonable searches and seizures. In court, papers, federal prosecutors elaborated how Minical preyed on three victims who formed the basis of the criminal case against him, though authorities cited several other alleged victims. In January 2015, a teenage girl identified as victim two was walking from her mother's home to her boyfriend's house when she noticed Minical's marked Hylia police truck. The teen ran into a couple of her male friends and got into their car. Minical followed them and activated his lights and sirens told the girl to exit the car and wait by the police truck and then directed the two friends to drive away. Minical told the girl to meet him in a nearby alley in an industrial area where he removed his gun belt, unzipped his pants, pulled out his penis, and started to masturbate. 
Quote, he asked her to help him out. Then he placed her hand on his penis and moved it back and forth to paper state. Minical, who was over a foot taller, bent down, grabbed her, and began to kiss her and squeeze her breasts over her bra. He then asked her to turn around and remove her pants. She declined, telling him she was on her period. Minical told the teen that he was not arresting her, but that she should not tell anyone about what happened. He dropped her off in the area where he had first seen her. About five months later, a 19-year-old woman identified as victim three was driving in a car with her boyfriend and began banging her head against the vehicle's window and talking about killing herself. The boyfriend drove her to the Hylia police substation for help. Instead, officers handcuffed the woman and her boyfriend after finding cocaine and cannabis in the car. Minical, the ranking officer at the substation, approached the handcuffed young woman and repeatedly told her he would release her if she performed oral sex on him. Minical then told her to ask to use the substation's bathroom, which she did, and escorted her into the substation, something captured on exterior surveillance cameras. Once inside, Minical took her to an area that was out of view of the facility's cameras. There, Minical took off her handcuffs and made her perform oral sex before putting the cuffs back on her wrist and telling her not to tell anyone about what happened. The victim was identified thanks to surveillance footage. Other footage showed Minical taking a total of 11 women into the Ilea police substation in a one-month period between May and June 2015. Quote, all of these incidents occurred on the weekend or after 5 p.m., prosecutors wrote in the court documents. The video evidence then shows the defendant bringing each of these women into closed rooms in the substation that were not covered by the surveillance system. Minical did not file reports documenting any of the encounters, a violation of typical police protocol. Another 19-year-old woman identified as victim 5 came forward to Hylia police after the Herald broke the story about Minical's misconduct in November 2019. The woman told police late in 2014 Minical pulled up to her in his marked police vehicle as she was walking down the street to a Hylia gym. She said Minical told her the neighborhood wasn't safe and offered to give her a ride. She refused, but prosecutors said Minical changed his tone. His tone went from concern and began insisting that she was prowling. After she reluctantly got into the patrol car, Minical drove her in the opposite direction from the gym to a deserted alley near a strip club and forced her to perform oral sex. Quote, at some point while she was in the defendant's car, fearing what was going to happen, she started a recording feature on her phone and left it on the seat, producing an audio recording of a portion of the encounter. According to court papers, prosecutors said they obtained a copy of the recording. Minical also forced her to have sexual intercourse. A few weeks later, prosecutors said Minical again picked up a woman in his patrol car, this time taking her to a remote wooded area and forcing her to have intercourse. Had Minical's case gone to trial, prosecutors were planning to present evidence of other young women who accused Minical of sexually assaulting them while on duty. They also planned to call a police academy cadet as a witness who was allegedly impregnated by Minical while working as while he was working as her instructor. According to federal court records, Minical tried to pressure the cadet into having an abortion after he allegedly got her pregnant. His defense attorneys were trying to keep this evidence out of trial, a decision that has not yet been made by Judge Williams. So I know that was long. <laughs> but first of all, Minical, you're garbage. I, I have yeah. to say that. That's there's, there's no other way to put it. This this man is absolute garbage. 
I have a lot of things to say, but I kind of wanted to hear what Gina had to say. So he's going to be sentenced and it can be up to three years, correct? Yeah. Okay. So just what I have to say about that in particular is like, I was just watching something and it was talking about this woman, right? And she got caught with a substance. She was caught with meth. And so she got, it was like eight years and it wasn't like a large amount. She wasn't a dealer. It was just her getting caught with her personal, you know, substance or whatever. Schedule am I saying that's drug. Right. Am I saying that's right? No. Am I saying that's wrong? You know, whatever to each their own, but getting eight years for that and then hearing this. For dust in a bag. Like, and and then there's another one. He this guy got I think it was like ten years for robbery, and he robbed it, he robbed a couple hundred bucks. Am I saying robbery is good? No, but ten years for that, and then only up to three years for this. Like that doesn't make sense. Like this guy is a s- serial predator. Like from everything that you said, it seems like it's a pattern. Seems like it's an addiction. It seems like it's a habit, and it seems like he abused his power over and over again to multiple women of different ages and that's not okay and that's not right and he should not be able to like just be free and do it more and you know 80% of people reoffend 87% of people reoffend 87% that is a large number it, there's a less percent of a divorce rate than there are predators who reoffend like, come on. And he only is up to three years. Like, whoever is in charge of this case needs to reevaluate some things. And anybody who sticks up for this man, because I've even had people come at me for sharing <laughs> facts on this case and facts on who this guy is. I've had people come at people I know. Anybody who gets mad about people talking about this situation, which is all, it's all public. You're part of the problem. You're an issue. And you deserve something as much as this man deserves. And it's not enough. I'm just, that's all I got to say. I was going to say is like, I think being what his position is, his punishment should be 10 times the amount of just what. He should not be able to be free, period. Ever again. Ever. No. It's such a betrayal of. I mean, like I said, I mean, all the victims, the entire judicial system. I mean, it's just like we always say, it's like a laundry list of betrayals just from, I don't even want to call him human, from one monster. Because that's what he is. Yeah, just like how we talk about like these celebrities, right? They have an endless amount of victims because of their platforms of all different age ranges, right? Groups of ages like from 15 to 40s, like (laughs) all in between. People in power like that are no different. They just don't have a platform. They're just able to turn on their lights and like you said, pull someone over and have her friends drive away the guys and let that girl, listen, if any cop just says, oh, you drive away and you leave a girl behind, red flag, huge red flag. Don't leave anybody behind, period. I'm I'm sure those because I'm from what it, from I gather they were probably teens too. Um, I know they didn't know better. They probably you know? don't. They're didn't listening even know to a to cop. That's why he abuses his power. It's like, you know, you're gonna listen to me or I'm gonna arrest you. You know, like, 
meet me in an industrial area that's so specific you know yeah and like you said anyone that's defending this this monster you're really no different than him even the family the the dad who is (laughs) what the yeah. dad's like, you know, former son, chief of police of Sweetwater, you're, Florida. Or Sweet- yeah, you're safe over here. Like, obviously, the dad's part of the problem, too. And just saying, like, uh, that whole thing is a mess. He's been disgusting. an instructor before for the NRA before and things like that. He's around a lot. Another of different- thing that gives him a lot of access to different ages of people. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a lot of one-on-one time, right? Yeah, and they said his oldest victim was in her 20s, so he's always got a broad brush of people he goes after, so. It's a pattern, definitely, which people that are not keeping him accountable, if you're in his personal life, yeah, you're just as bad, honestly. Yeah. Well, I want to know what everyone else feels about this. If you're in Florida, write your local congressman and stuff like that. Like, I don't I don't know what else to do besides share the story, get it out there, get his face out there so he'll never want to show it again. Because like Gina said, 87% reoffend. So if he's going to be walking free, what, a few years there should be another another list of of, of destroyed lives? And there could be even people that haven't came out because people are scared. Who knows what he said and done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He just seems ugh, like a serial predator who's never going to stop no matter the consequences because that's just... Yeah, he's scum. These people are sick. These people are sick. Yep. Like, just, oh, yeah, let me whip it out and start my... Like, What? This yeah, it's disgusting. A, I, I think this episode, when we put it up, is going to be uncensored because every other sentence would have half of it missing. So if you're listening this far and you're wondering why you're here at everything on YouTube is because this story is too crazy to censor everything out. You, everyone needs to hear all the details. Yeah, some things does like just don't need to be censored for sure. So we would definitely like to hear what you guys think on this. It's... It's an incredible, I don't know, it's an insane, crazy case. It's something that has been going on for a long time, and we're finally talking about it because there's about to be a, a sentencing, and we just are very adamant on pushing this. I mean, this is just, uh, it's kind of just disappointing, you know? It, yeah, it's really disappointing. And for everybody involved, I, I'm sorry that you had to deal with what you dealt with and i'm proud of you and you're so strong for coming out and um if anybody you know is going through things and you're afraid to come out don't be there's definitely people that are there for you and that will that will make sure the right things can happen don't be discouraged by like the 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 sentencing that these people get you know and i know that can be discouraging it's like sometimes i bet you people feel like why would i come out if like someone's only gonna get this amount of time and then they're back out and then what if they harass me you know like that's got to be on a lot of people's minds so don't be quiet speak out definitely write your congress if you can and make phone calls because things like this should not slide should not let things like this slide Absolutely. Well said. 
I don't want to hold you guys any longer. This is a long enough as it is. If you guys want to reach out to us, if you guys have any questions, you want to talk to us, the links are always in the description below. If you have a betrayal story and you want to come on, or any story for that matter, you can always reach out to us and we'll have you on. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. Until next time, Banana Cats. And fuck that guy. Banana Cats. Much love. Peace.